Welcome to Stanhope Rocks, Life After 60. This podcast brings you stories, interviews, and discussions to help you navigate what might be the happiest and most transformative time of your life. Here we debunk some of the myths about relationships, aging, money, and health, and we dive deep into the mysteries of life. This is such a unique time of rewards, challenges, and opportunities. Please join me to rock life after 60. Ready? Good morning. Welcome to my podcast today. It's just me, moi, Stan Hope. And the podcast today is called Difficult Choices, dot, 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 Good Decisions. So here we are in uh, mid-May of 2020. Uh, We're right in the middle of this pandemic. And one day we'll look back on this with different eyes. The eyes that we see right now are creating um, some difficult choices in our lives. So the reason I wanted to do this podcast, and I've been kind of processing this for these last couple of weeks, is this pandemic has had a life of its own. At the beginning of the year, if you would have told me that we would be going through this, I would have just lost a gear. I I don't know what I would have thought. I thought you were crazy. And we went through this all of a sudden it was very real and the fear pulling in the horns quarantining changing dealing with everything how do we get food how do we get supplies how do we stay safe and then as time went on we stayed safe and we did quarantine and we social distanced and we did all the things that we felt were good for the better of all, as well as us. We did the exact um, procedures that they would ask us to do. Um, We stayed in our homes, we kept very close, and only social contacted with the people that were here in our house. So now, as this thing unfolds and we're starting to come back into and come back into uh, the world of having to make decisions about where we go, who are we with, how do we show up, and what what does it look like to take care of ourselves in a time when there are lots of paths going out. There's people and who believe that this is nothing but a hoax to there's people that believe it's the worst thing that we've ever seen. And as a 63 year old man in life after 60, I approached this a little differently than I would have maybe when I was 20. I've had varying groups that I'm involved in and I'm starting to see that Obviously, the people who have businesses and who are running day-to-day operations, they have a take 
on the way that they would like to see this go and their suffering. And we all have this level of suffering that we're dealing with. And we're working on whether to either turn that into some opportunity for change that can hopefully be for the better. Because if we're going to go through all this crap that hopefully will come out uh, with something that will, we don't have to go through the same crap again. <laughs> uh, we can learn something. So I titled this Difficult Choices because every day uh, I borderline having fatigue around all the choices that are going through me. From who do I see? When is it ready to see them? Is it safe to go to that store? Is my mask going to be good enough? Should I wear a mask? Of course I should wear a mask. What about the people that choose not to wear a mask? How do I feel about them? Do I associate with other people that are doing it differently than me? How do I take care of myself? If I'm in a men's group and all the men want to meet in person and I'm not feeling safe, how do I navigate that? There's three of us in this house, my wife and my stepdaughter, and as they go out, every time one of us makes a decision, it affects everybody in the house. Wow. It's overwhelming. It's just overwhelming. So some days I do better at it than others. Some days I just want to hide. Some days I want to bust out and just go talk to everybody that I haven't talked to in months. I yearn to play with my bands again, to have live music with other musicians in the room. We're learning to make do and we're working virtually on tracks that we've worked on, creating tracks, send it to the next guy. And I miss that connection. And other times the introvert in me says, hey, this was a big part of your life to begin with, so it's okay. And I have adult children that have families, and I think about them, and they're more extroverted and probably more adventurous than I am. And grandchildren are involved, seeing grandchildren, families, older part members of the family that may have some challenges physically that inhibit them from possibly seeing the grandkids. And then, you know, how we how, how are we doing financially? So there's just so many thoughts that go on in any given day. It's just fatiguing. And I read an article that talked about the corona fatigue. And I can understand that. We're also at a time in our world and in our nation where everything is extremely divided. We didn't get this way overnight, and we're not going to get out of this overnight. But we've gotten to a point where everybody's in their respective corners, and, and there's plenty of information out there for every corner to justify whatever corner you want to be in. And where does that get us? When, it, when we need truthful information right now so we can be treated like adults to make our own decisions and be educated and not follow along like a bunch of mice. We need truthful information. And when you have a divided world, you get the information 
that, quote, quote, your party or your belief says is the information. And it's just getting harder to find data, information, truth. And I understand that belief systems create the truth. So for the truth for somebody may be different than the truth is for me. So I get that. And I get the subjectivity of that. So my emotions are a little frazzled today. I'm joyful that I get a chance to share this and talk about this a little bit. I'm scared because I don't know what the new normal is going to be. I'm scared and excited because I don't know what the new normal is going to be. And I know that out of this, I pray there will be change for love and goodwill and unity. And that's what I dream about and that's what I think about is how can we unify? How do people unify? If you put two people that have two different belief systems in a room without any kite string to connect them or any relationship to connect them, it's going to be very difficult because everybody is very entrenched in their position. So how do we untrench? My take is, is that we have to start looking for a common thread. And you know what? I think that common thread is there. I think it's there already because I know that I have friends that I have very different views on politically, very different views on about how we should, this country should be run, what we should do, et cetera, et cetera. And if we dive deep enough, what I find is at the core, we're human beings and we have a soul and we have care. We want our family to have the things that we had growing up, or in some cases, better than what we had growing up, different. We have people, couples, that want to have a loving relationship with their significant other. They don't want to be divisive. They want to find the unity. They want to find the common ground and build on it. So if people come together, the first thing we need to do is start to recognize the common ground that we have. And I think that's been the blessing with all my musician friends is the blessing that I've had is that we have the music that keeps us together and we don't ever really talk about all lot other things because we have a very common bond and we're human beings that have families that love each other. They have families that want to love each other and be in good, healthy, loving relationships. Sure, we have, all have our issues and we're working on them. Just like I read a, uh, a saying one time that says, be kind to everybody out there for, we're all, for we are all fighting our own battles. And I think that's so true. So I don't have an answer. I wish I did. I wish it would be the, you know, the podcast of saying, okay, here are the nine ways you can connect. Here are the six ways that you can do it. And I think really the truly the, what I can bring is it's about courage. It's about courage to sit down with somebody and start having discussions that are not easy discussions to have. And I've started doing this with some of my friends and cohorts that we see things differently. And yes, we don't always agree. Yet we always leave. And back then, we hugged. <laughs> now it's more of an elbow bump or a foot bump. But there's a respect. And there's a love that we all want the same thing. 
And it used to be this way. So I don't want to sound like a bitter old man because I'm not. I'm, a, I'm not an old man to begin with. And at 63, I feel very, very open and progressive in my age. I realize that we can't go back to the past. As much as we had things in the past that were the good old days, quote, quote, we cannot go back. It's physically impossible. We can't recreate that because that was a creation of the time and place there. Can you imagine how Ted Turner changed when he went to 24-hour news? Life was never the same. The internet, I mean, all these things, we, ha we cannot do that. So we have to deal with today's reality. Today's reality. And today's reality is, is there's an incredible difference than there was 50 years ago. And all that being said, there's a common bond and a common thread that we all are human beings working to do what we can. When we don't connect, then we divide. And I think that's why this has happened, where we have such a divided country, and the haves and the have-nots. And, and it's, I'm not trying to rail on either one. I have no problem with having or have-nots. I, I, have, I don't have a problem with that that's the way of the world. So how can we do something a little differently? Well, it's our choices. So every single day we make choices. I make choices. I wake up and I choose whether to brush my teeth or not brush my teeth. I choose to whether I want to put on running clothes or walking clothes or not, or do I want to go outside naked or do I want to go outside clothed? All these choices, we may laugh and go, well, that's not really a choice. It is a choice. We make decisions every second almost of every day. And now we're coming into a new level of choice. And how can we honor those choices? So if I'm in a group and that group decides that they are very tired of wearing masks and they want to be angry at me because I choose to wear a mask, you know, how can we overcome that? Me wearing a mask doesn't threaten somebody else. That's my choice. There were people all over this world, in China, in different areas with pollution that's been wearing masks for a long time. Whether it's temporary or permanent, that is a choice that we make. Supposedly, we live in a free country that we can make these choices. So what happens if somebody else's choice affects us negatively? In other words, what if somebody makes a choice to be sick and go out and cough on people all day long? Yeah, that's why total freedom and, and all this is, is, a, is a very slippery slope. So without going to the respective corners, and what is the purpose of this podcast? It's just to get me and you and us to dialogue, to think, to throw some things out there to start talking about. Like, what are the three ways that you, we can, this month, connect with somebody that doesn't see the, the, the world the same way we do and not end up in some kind of battle? How can we find what it is that we share in common with these people that, look, that we are so divided from? 
And how can we honor each other's choices? If I choose not to attend something because I don't think it's safe for me and my family, that's my choice. I want to be honored for that, and I want to honor your choice if you choose not to do that too and to take care of yourself. And I'm choosing to find and do whatever homework I can to understand the data, the true data. I've just recently made a great contact with one of the men in uh, one of my men's groups and uh, who happens to be a uh, emergency room nurse. And he is giving great data for my city for today that escapes a lot of the press. It's just amazing. And I'm going to find it, and I'm going to use it, and then that's, I'm, I'm not out to argue. I'm not out to argue, make people right or wrong. I'm out to learn how I can navigate my ship, because all I can control is myself. And that's a handful as it is. Oh, my God, that's a handful. And I want to, these are my, these are the years that are just so precious to me, to be able to spend time with my family and grandkids and those are the, what's important to me. And to live this from 60 to however long I'm blessed to live, life after 60. I want to live this in as a 63-year-old man, not a 20-year-old man pretending to be, or an 80-year-old man. I'm 63 years old. To some young people, I'm an old man. To some older people, I'm a young man. It's all relative. I feel great. I get up and walk an hour every day, and I exercise, and I meditate, and I take my supplements, and I eat well, and I take care of myself, all because I want to, and that's my choice. So does it trigger me when other people around me do not make the same choices as me? Sure. Sure it does, especially if it goes back to my family of origin work. So I'm learning to breathe and realize I cannot control them. I can only take care of myself one day at a time. There's a tremendous amount of wisdom out there if we want to go out and get it. So if we don't want to change and we like this divisiveness, then I ask you, what are you getting out of this? What's your payoff? And what is the payoff and what's the risk for us to start to have discussions and grow together and learn how love and kindness and the, what about the expression, what if? What if we could talk with people and have varying viewpoints and have civil discussions without having to carry a bunch of guns or, or threaten people's lives or kill or what if? What if we could have those conversations? So I'm going to ask you to take this little podcast today and hopefully it stirred up something in you to say, what if? What if I live my life a little differently? What would that look like? What's my, what's my payoff? And what's at risk for me? Because every change comes with a risk. And if you don't think it does, then you're just fooling yourself. It comes with a risk. And we need to see what that risk is. And are we willing to take that risk? 
That's one of our choices. We do have the ability to make these choices ourselves. People say, well, I have no choice. No, you do have a choice. It may not be a choice you want to look at, but you do have a choice. Every single time. We all have choices. And they all have a risk. And they all have a payoff. And we get something out of it. Even if it looks horrible, we may be just getting it out because as human beings, we're attracted to drama. Gosh, look at the TV. <laughs> hour after hour after hour, we are hooked on drama. And not loving drama. I mean, lately, this uh, John Krasinski has been on Facebook doing this such good news. It's just awesome. I hope it takes off and, 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 and creates a pandemic of love and, and awesomeness where people can start being interested in good news, not how many people got murdered or how many people got killed or, or the end of the world is coming. What is our payoff? So I ask you, what if? What if you were to take the risk to change one inch in your life? What if you're willing to look at how you can connect and to see that there's many paths to the greater good? What's at risk for you to turn off the news? Turn off that shit. 99.9% .9 of it's just crap. I don't care what your belief system is. Find a good source of information. Check with it, but live your life. Get away from that stuff. It's awesome to be an original thinker. It's the only way I know how. And I share this with you because I fight these same battles. And I challenge you, I challenge myself. Every single day to find the many paths to the greater good. The challenges of acceptance, of kindness, compassion, and love. Not that I'm right and you're wrong. I'm smarter. I'm better. And if I'm smarter and better, everybody will love me. Not ego-driven, but love-driven. I know that's a lot. That's a lot for me. I just had to dump that out and get that out today. So thank you for listening. Thank you for giving me this moment. Hopefully it got something inside of you stirred where you're going to make a difference too because I am going to make a difference. And I am making a difference. I made a difference the day I decided to do this podcast and the day I decided to do all my blogs on my website. The day I decided to write music and put my thoughts into music. The day I decided when I wanted to do my sound healing work that I wanted to put affirmations out there to the universe that I would say over and over again of the way that I want to be. Those are all my choices. To show up, to be a man in integrity, to be accountable, to be a great father and grandfather, parent, friend, husband, and just overall just a, a great friend of me. To love myself, I am enough. So with God's love and my love and the love of all of us, 
and all our different deities and light, source, Buddha, God, doesn't matter. Let's move toward a higher consciousness. Let's be willing to change and ask, what if? I hope you enjoyed the podcast today, and I hope it got you thinking. Please visit my website, stanhoperocks.com, and sign up for my newsletter. I would love to hear about your transformation and experiences with life after 60. So please leave me a comment and keep moving forward. Peace. See you next time.